Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. So rumor has it people uh, from 38 to 44 years old don't know where they fit in. Yeah, I saw a reel on Instagram over the weekend and it was this woman and she was like, it's this weird time period in your life between like 38 and 44 where you're not old, but you're not young, but you just, you kind of don't know how to feel. And I I related to it so much and I shared it on my Instagram and all these women were like, ah, yes, I feel that. And it's kind of a hard thing to put into words, but it's, it is a very weird gap of time or it has been so far. I'll be 39 this summer. So I'm, I'm in it. Do you feel like you're losing your youth? Is that, is that what it is? Yes. And I don't feel like upset about it. I just feel a little confused. Like I don't know how to feel or, or what I'm supposed to be doing. It's funny because when I talked to uh, a couple of the, God, they, they hate it when I say this, but Gen Z. Uh-huh. They, I asked them that question. And uh, they said it was, what was it? Was it between 45 and 50 or somewhere in there? They said they, they would consider themselves crossing over. Into like that the middle, middle age. age. Yeah. But I asked them, because here's what it comes down to. In your mind, you still, at your age, because I remember being 38, mm-hmm. people who are 38 still, when they're not looking in a mirror, feel about themselves the same way they did when they were 21. Yes. They still believe that's the body that they possess. That's how people see them. And that's, they want to believe that's how they feel. They, they still think they're that same person. They haven't let the 20 something go yet. Even though we're almost 40. Right. I'm, I'm dead serious because I remember that, you know, and I, I remember feeling that when I turned 40, I was like, man, I don't feel 40. I still feel young. But the thing about it is it's you don't realize how other people perceive you. When I was talking to when I was talking to the Gen Z's, when I when I did that inter- uh-huh. interview, I said I asked them this specific question. Alexa, anyway, she was a young girl. She's 21 years old. I said, at what point? Do you think it's creepy for guys to be hanging out in the bars that you hang out in on Friday and Saturday nights? What did she say to that? She said, I, I said, give me a ballpark figure of age. She said, anybody that's above 28. <laughs> and, and I said, I, you know what? And that's a fair, that's a fair statement. <laughs> that's a very fair assessment. It's just that I know so many guys who refuse to grow up that are in their 30s, and some of them, God help them, in their 40s that are down there in those bars on the weekends trying to still act cool and hang on to that that youthful, you know, whatever you call it. Maybe they don't know. They, they, I, I think that's the problem. Maybe they, they just, it hasn't occurred to them that like, oh. They don't. There, there comes a moment, I think, in everybody's life when you look at yourself in a mirror and you really see who you are. And, it's, and it can be a sobering moment, mm-hmm. right? And that was one of the things that drove me 
up to see John at JP Fitness. <laughs> I'm not kidding. When I was looking in the mirror, I was like, I mean, I I, I know that you know you you gray your hair, you get you get a few wrinkles and all of that. Your hairline starts to recede for a lot of guys, but it's just like I looked at my body and I'm like, I don't have to accept this. Sure. Right. But still, I look. It's funny because 21 year old people perceive us as old. Yeah. And they and and people don't they, they tend to forget about that because you want to know what bring yourself back to twenty one and if you knew somebody that was closing in on their fortieth birthday you thought they were old hundred percent because they were twice as old as you were yes a hundred percent and I I think that might be one of the trippiest parts is that I work with a lot of young people just out of college you know we have a couple of interns that are in college. So there's a lot of young people in my life on a daily basis. Yeah. And I forget that like I'm way older than them. <laughs> right. I, mean, I know. I, I have caught myself doing that as well. <laughs> or I'll, right? I'll say something or like I'm in a leadership class and we were all, we went to the, the Capitol and we were all sitting around at the hotel bar after dinner. And a couple of us were, were talking about nine 11 for some reason that had come up and there was four individuals across the table from us, just staring at us, like listening, but not contributing and somebody said, well, how old were you at 9-11 to one of these young people? And the the young man was like, well, I was in kindergarten. And we were like, okay. Um, there, there <laughs> never are, mind. There's 21-year-olds who weren't born. I know. I know. That's bonkers right. to me. So it's like 20 years has passed since 2003. So it's like that doesn't feel like it's been 20 years in my brain. I know. My brain says 2003 was like 10 years ago, maybe 11, right? not 20. So I, I'm, I am struggling a little bit with this age thing. Not like, a, oh, I don't want to get old or I don't want to lose my youth. It's just kind of like, I don't know what to do. It, I don't know where I fit. You don't realize how fast time flies. Yes. Until you, I mean, again, that's what they say. Don't blank. The older you get, it just. It's so true. It's crazy. It's so true. And it's like, you can easily see it. And I don't know if I said this on a podcast or if it was just you and I talking, like, it's so easy to see how you can blink and 10 years is gone. Or like, I'm going to do this when, and then all of a sudden it's been 10 years and you didn't do the thing you were going to do. I'm still adjusting to the fact that it's 2023. And as of yesterday, one third of the year is over. Right. One third of it gone. It, I, like, I don't know how to function. That's crazy. <laughs> that is There's, absolutely not. Is there a handbook I can grab from the library or something? I'm like, how how to gracefully exit my thirties and and feel like I fit into life? The, the the funny thing is listening to a, you know you talk specifically because I think once you pass a certain milestone in your mid forties, you don't really start thinking about it that much anymore. You you get to the point. I, I you're still at a point in your life. I would say most people, maybe not you specifically, but most people in their thirties still care about what other people's might other people might think of them mm -hmm. right and 
10 years from now, you won't care. Yeah. And then 10 years after that, you'll realize nobody was thinking about you anyway. Right. That's how it happens. You were wasting all of right. your, your energy worrying about what other people thought and they were doing the same thing. So I think that's the mental transition yeah. that you are facing and your generation is at this moment. And there is something different about our generation and even generations before us because of the internet and social media and just life expectancy and all these things where you don't turn 45 and turn into an old person. Right. Like in the eighties, it was completely different. Right. I, I often think about that even myself because I still believe just by comparing myself now, I now granted I can't climb into everybody's head, Yeah, but I think that I'm pretty immature. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I always thought to myself, I would, I wish my dad was still alive because I would like to ask him because I'm at my, I'm the, at the same age my dad was when I came home from the Marine Corps. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, God was, was he, cause he was kind of a goofy guy. Like he had a, he was silly. He had a sense of humor for sure, and he loved cartoons and he was, you know, he loved to crack jokes yes. and like do pranks. So it's like, maybe it's all right to be immature because I am, I consider myself and I, you know, for a while there, I tried to act a little bit more grown up, but I was in a career path where they, it was encouraged to be juvenile oh, and, and, and insane, right? <laughs> I mean, and insane. And so that, that's what I did. I mean, in broadcast and I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I don't hate that. I love the fact that I got paid to do that, but I often wonder, am I behind? Because, you know, we, we often talk about addiction on this podcast, yep. right? Yeah. And I had a, a counselor one time tell me, I was interviewing years ago, he told me that a, a struggle that a lot of people that have faced addiction have is if they, when they were young, mm -hmm. if they started when they were young and they got into drugs and, and alcohol, he said that go back to that moment. And he said, that's when they stopped emotionally maturing mm -hmm. and then they never do beyond that. So when you run into a, a recovering addict, that's 40 or 50 years old uh -huh. and you're like, why are you, why are you so immature and why are you so sensitive and why do you, why you act like you're in high school? Because a lot of them, that was as far as they got. I've heard that explained before and I there's been times since I removed alcohol from my life in December of 2021 and I like I've had a realization or or I've handled something and recognized that I handled it differently than I would have in the past and I've wondered about that. Yeah. Like I wonder like is this something everybody else knew and I'm just like kind of catching up, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Or or is it this weird period of late 30s, early 40s that I'm in? Or is it a combination of both? I don't know. I just, I feel very weird. I weird. Yeah, I, I, I often wonder about all that stuff yeah, as well. Like, like, am, because you, you start to think, because when you're younger, you, you, if you view yourself in 20 or 30 years as this mature individual yes. that has all of their shit wired and, and they've waiting got, yes for that and, to happen and that individual never appears yes and, and i'm like is that normal and then i've been doing this thing where i i think back like you know if i could go back to myself at 
28 when I was about to turn 29, right where I am now 10 years ago. Like, what would I say to myself at that point, knowing what I know now? And then I try to imagine like a me that's about to turn 50 and like what she would say to me now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to kind of piece all these things with like what I know and thinking about what I want to be. Like, how do I get there? But when people say that, like they're always like, oh, if I knew then what I know now, but then your life would not have unfolded the way well, it did. And, and I don't I, think it would be like to do anything differently. It would just be like to offer encouragement or support. I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't want, I don't, I don't I I'm would, not saying like, oh, I have so many regrets. I wish I could go back. It's just kind of like if I was looking at a younger version of me, like how would I better support her? Yeah, I'm a firm believer, and I, I believe this even more the older I get, but whatever you went through throughout your life and in your younger years, middle age, whatever, it made you who you are today so there were no mistakes, mm -hmm. and it was supposed to unfold the way it did. As tragic as it may have been at some points, mm -hmm. all of that made you who you are. Oh, and I totally believe that. So too. I don't, I don't think that and you I, have to con I, I just tell that because I know that there's a lot of people that make the tragic mistake of hoping for a better past. And that is not a thing. No. And I, I wouldn't in that example that I gave be wishing for a better past. It would just be like, you know, thinking back to myself at that time, what, what I wish I would have known or what I wish someone would have supported me through what, what do you wish somebody would have what what do you wish you would have known at that age um this is interesting because i was i was just thinking about this the other night and there was a, a woman that we worked with and she was probably about 20 years my senior and i very much it was a male-dominated industry and i can now look back and see several times where she was trying to help me and trying to kind of guide me on a path to, of success. And I, instead of just getting along with the guys, I tried to be one of the guys. Right. And that often got me in trouble. Sure. And there would be, there, I can remember a couple of times where she tried to offer me advice, like not to do that. Yeah. And I got very upset. Like I was mad at her. Right. Cause I, and, but now looking back, I can see it so clearly. Like she was, she saw what I couldn't see. Right. And she was trying to guide me, you know, a little she bit life, differently. And she had life experience. Yeah. So I I think of that and I'm like, she was trying to like be a mentor to me and I was getting pissed <laughs> because I just wanted to have fun and hang out with the guys. Right. So I can see that now. So I think. I bet if I would have asked you that two or three years ago, you wouldn't have said this. No. And so I'm like, am I getting some wisdom? Is that what this is? Is it a little? It is. I believe that's what it of is. Of what it feels like to have some wisdom. Right. I like it. Yeah. Because you don't know. You know, I, I would say there. <laughs> you don't know a lot of the times that the advice that you're getting when you're young is legit because it's steering you down a different path. Than, right. That doesn't seem as fun or fulfilling at the moment. Yeah. Right. And like, I wish I could have known that I could have a really good working relationship with the guys, 
without trying to be one of the guys. Yeah. And that's what she was trying to tell me. And I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it, but now I see it so clearly. I'm like, Oh, that's, that was the lesson. Dang it. There's yeah. And, yeah I mean, there's people still making that mistake in their fifties and sixties. Right. It's and just, yeah. I mean, if I was still drinking, I probably would have absolutely still been making that choice. Well, still drinking would have meant that you still were trying to act like everybody else around you. And you, you didn't want to feel left out. Yeah. The FOMO. Instead, I can, I, I'm comfortable in being excluded. <laughs> it's one of, well, no, it's just one of the, I think that's one of the big hurdles when it comes to stop drinking, just that small part of your life. I would say a lot of people are constantly feeling like they're going to be left out. And yeah. that's one of the, that's one of the hurdles that they have to get over. And I shouldn't say that I'm, I'm not excluded. I shouldn't say that I am because I'm not, you're not, I, no. I, I, you're, I'm you're very be- comfortable and confident in my choices and I'm quite unshakable in that area. A year and a half ago, if I would have asked you that though, you would have said different. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause you feel this is a muscle that you have to flex and work just like any other muscle. Just like it wasn't like this at first. I felt like a baby deer. You just don't, you just don't understand right. that life goes on Yes, and you will still know the same people do the same things just like you did when you were younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the difficult I mean, yeah, it's, and you, and it doesn't happen overnight, or it doesn't happen in thirty or forty or fifty days. It's many months, and yeah. a, most of the time, about a year of progress. Yep, it takes time, but I, yeah. So that was one thing that I that I noticed the other day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is this wisdom? Like, am I recognizing <laughs> something?" And I don't know. So that's one thing that I think of like with young, the younger version of See, me that, that it's stuff like that, that leads you to believe that you're not young anymore. Yes. Right. That's oh, absolutely. It's that, it's that weird transition. We taught, we're going back to where we started here. Why do 38 to 44 year olds feel, feel so awkward? Yeah. Because the, it's the same feeling you get when you, when you're, a, when you're like 11 or 12 and you're transitioning mm from being a young child and you're becoming a teenager and you don't know where to fit in when you're with a group of people. It's like, do I sit here and talk to the adults or do I play with the toys and the kids? It's kind of an awkward feeling and you don't know where to find. It's your, your, so, your, your, that's such a good example. Your comfort zone. Cause right? I remember I have a cousin who's much younger than me. Cause I have an aunt who's only like 10 years older than me. And so I remember her going through that and it was, it was, I remember her like not wanting to play with toys anymore, but just kind of like floating around awkwardly at family functions right. because she didn't know where to go. Right. And my other cousin's daughter is very much in that phase. Oh, that's just right. Like, Maddie is, is just, getting there now, right? Yeah. I think she'll be 12. Yeah. this summer and so it's like that weird that's how i feel yeah like i don't know where to go because you're you're in that phase of your adult life yes and then right. two for for women and probably for men too but i'll speak for from my own perspective there's this thing like with my looks and my body and i'm like that's changing too. And I'm trying to like very gracefully step into like this next iteration of what I look like, which is also awkward. Well, I think the fact that people struggle with that is the reason 
you see a lot of the cosmetic stuff offered today. Sure, because that would be yeah. like your initial like. Yeah, I got to stop this. Look, my face is starting to age. Oh my God, I got to stop it. Right. Instead of like, okay, that's an observation I've made. Yeah. I have some different features on my it face. It goes back to like with, with Justine Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I'm trying it, you know, it's, it's not a thing that is strictly you, unique to me. This you, is something that I think a lot of people in this age range feel, but it's, it's very hard to verbalize. I'll tell you what, what makes it difficult is, you know, when I, I go back to like my dad, right. When he was my age, but he didn't have the societal pressure. Mm hmm to be somebody else. You just fell into that routine. Man, if you go back to the 80s, you know, you go back 40 years ago, when you turned 50, mm -hmm. you could you could wear the khaki pants pulled up to your belly button <laughs> and you could wear the pocket protector in your shirt and you know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that was that was like you were just doing what you thought what everybody thought you were supposed right. to do. Right. Yes. But in today's world now, we live in a different world. And I think that you and I are under different pressures and we are there's different expectations from society as to 100%. what we're supposed or or they'll look at you and be like, what path are they taking? Yeah. And like that. Like there's the the weird thing where if you're not choosing to get cosmetic procedures, but everyone around you is. Yeah that's another thing that is new for present day. Right. You know, like our parents didn't have to navigate that. Right. So that's another weird thing. And like when my parents were my age, I was graduating from high school. Right. So I, there's, I don't have, and we, they had a completely different experience than I, I have and, a kindergarten. Right. That's what I say. We have a kindergartner. Right. I, I was home from the Marine Corps after my enlistment. <laughs> that's where my dad was. I have a kindergarten. Yeah. So there's like just so much weirdness. I know it is awkward. that you're navigating this path. So then I try and think of like, okay, I, you know, I can, I can reflect back on myself 10 years ago and think of things that I wish I would have known. So then I think about like myself in 10 years from now. And I'm like, I wonder what I, I would tell myself, right? my, my future self, you know, you know, if you will. You know what's strange is I, maybe this will happen to you in 15 years, <laughs> but I don't doubt myself as much anymore. And I don't doubt life experience and the way it has unfolded for me. And I don't question it anymore because I can see specifically with me mm -hmm. that the timing, maybe not for everybody, but the timing for me was right. Mm -hmm. I would not have been the father I am now mm -hmm. 25 years ago. I wouldn't have been ready to do a lot of things that I'm doing now. Yeah. So, and I, I'm, I'm And I feel good about that. I'm like, you know what? I'm right where I need to be. I could see that. So you get that perspective and then you don't question as much. And I think that your age is where you're still doing that because that door open to that world of youth is closing. It is. 
and you're not going to go back there. No. Nope. And you're nobody's going to open that again, right? So it's like, but you're entering to, and uh, and I have a hard time explaining this to young kids because I do it all. No, they're not kids, but young, young adults. Young adults. Young adults. I tell them, you think you're enjoying life now, but you wait. Yeah. I said, the best really is yet to come because you'll get there and then you'll real and you won't worry about all the trivial things that you're worrying about now, direction, you know, family and all these other things. It'll, it will fall into place and then you'll realize, man, now I'm living, right? And you shouldn't, that's why I tell people, don't wait. But when you're young and, you know, you and again, especially these this generation today is inundated they are, as, as they are with social media and what mm-hmm. they're supposed to be doing and what they're supposed to look like and all of the other things. It's harder for them. I believe that. I believe it's harder for them than it was even for us. Oh, for sure. It's and they're ridiculously having a completely hard. different experience yeah. than we did when we were that age. Even though there was, when I was that age, there was the internet and there was social media it's completely different now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Even it's 10 absolute. years ago, it's completely different now. So. so yes, I do believe. And by, by the way, I can tell you for a fact, cause we have incredible analytics with podcasting because it's all online. Our wheelhouse is 35 to 44. So most of the people listening are probably feeling the weirds. Well, I'm saying that <laughs> That's that's the largest portion. We have a lot in from about 28 to 35 and we also have a lot from 45 right into their 60s. Mm-hmm. But if you want to pick one age range, one decade, our largest portion of our listening audience is 35 to mid 40s, 45. So you're right there. You're in that wheelhouse yeah. and I think that a lot of them can relate to the same odd feeling it's all- I hadn't been able to pinpoint it until I saw that reel on Instagram and I was like, that's what I've been feeling. And it, yeah. all she said was like, you're not young and you're not old. And I was like, oh yeah, right. that's maybe why I feel so like unsettled. It's a transition into what will be, and it doesn't happen overnight. No. But by the time you get to your mid forties, you're transitioning into middle age. Uh-huh. And, and did that, so you're starting that transition now. And I think a lot of people, cause you're going to be 39 in, in August, right? I am. Yes. Yeah. So it's like that one year left. <laughs> right. But I mean, that, I mean, is that's, that's kind of a reckoning for some people. And I understand that, but it's not anything. And I can tell you, this is nothing to really think about too much because it's just to me, 40 is the beginning of of all the best stuff. And I'm not fl- like freaking out know, about the but number. There are, there are I know, some that do. There but are I that think do. that would be my, if you want to have a takeaway from today's episode, that would, that would be mine for you. And I'm, I mean the 35 to 44 year olds that are listening is like, let's stop gripping so hard on the door. The, 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 the youth. youth. Right. And like, let's let it gently close behind us and like step in to what's to come and like who we're going to be. Like, let's do it. On that note, though, I will say this. The only thing that changes, obviously you'll mature and you'll learn from life experience, but your physical body changes. I don't think your energy and your mind 
really does that much. And that's the confusion that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You're, you're still that same person in your mind that you were in your early 20s, but you look at yourself and you feel, you know, the machine that's carrying you around. And then you have these. Doesn't feel quite as young. Those glimpses of wisdom yeah, where you recognize like that you're doing things differently than you would have, or you suddenly want to give advice to someone younger than you and you think, oh, somebody tried to give me this advice at one point and I didn't listen to it. So it's like you, you start to become wise. Right, like that's, right. a, that's the only way that I can phrase it. Right. So yeah. like no, you, you, you look different and, like my mind is still sharp and sure. my, and my energy is good, but it's just kind of those glimmers of like, ah, that's what that yes. is. Yes. Right. It's life experience. Yep. That's what it, that's what it boils it down is. to because a lot of the times you, you, you have to stick your hand in the fire and get burned mm-hmm. and that it's not fun, yep. but it happens. And that's, that's how you learn sometimes. Or, I can always go back to, I, I swear to God, I, I, you'll hear me say this, and I've said it on a million podcasts. Well, we've only done 280 some or whatever, but everything I needed to learn, I learned in the Marine Corps. And that is 100% <laughs> accountability. And if you don't do it, there's a big guy behind me that's going to put his foot all the way up my ass. <laughs> and I needed that, right? And it's just like, so, and I, at the time I didn't quite understand it, but like in uh, my dad, all of those guys, those Vietnam vets that I was that I served with, all they're so smart, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like I, I look at myself. I'm like, I'm not as smart as those guys. I'll never be that smart. I don't know. Give yourself credit. That's why I'm wondering if you know. It's just a matter of perception. Who knows? Because mm-hmm. I know that like that's a big part. I know that Brett always looked at me like, "Oh my God, you're a hundred. You're a hundred years old." <laughs> <laughs> when I started training, I remember doing goblet squats, and he was like, "Is that all you can do? Are you going to die?" <laughs> and I'm like, "So he yeah. looked at me." Sorry, was, not all of us here are twenty. That was an eye, that was an eye opening <laughs> experience for me to just like, oh yeah, I forgot that I'm not because when I was talking to him, it was fun to kind of like remember uh-huh. what it was like to be that age, yep. right? And then I it kind of I I was constantly reminded that I am no longer. But it was, and that wasn't a bad thing. No, and I think like that nostalgia, I don't know, for me right now, like nostalgic things make me happy. Yeah. They don't make me sad. Right. They're like delightful memories from a time that isn't here anymore. Like the fashion that's returning from your high school years. <laughs> like the fashion that's returning. Like I, I don't want to wear it, but it's a riot. It it's just, funny. It makes me smile. Because you go back 20 years to 2003. Yeah. And when did you graduate from high school? Oh, two. So, yeah. Yeah, I was a freshman in college. Yeah. With my tube tops and my kitten heels. And that's what's in the stores right now. And, and so I just giggle and I'm like, well, my God, what am, what am I supposed to wear? Because I'm not wearing that. And I see the guys wearing those jeans again as well, too. And I'm like, what oh, is yeah. going it's, on? It's such a vibe. What is happening? But it makes me laugh. So I don't know. Right. We're, we're going to be okay. Okay. We're going to so. We're going to go through this hallway if you're in your it feels like it's like a hallway so if you're in your mid 30s to mid 40s and you're feeling this you're not alone yeah that's what we can say we're gonna do it gracefully and and like with some humor right (laughs) right on that note by the way speaking of uh 
the cyclical nature of things, everybody has been talking about recreational legalization in Minnesota when it comes to marijuana. It's coming. The Senate passed on party line vote Friday. It was like 34 to 33. All the Republicans voted no. All the Democrats voted yes. The governor said when it gets to his desk, he's going to sign off on it. And it sounds like very possibly in Minnesota this summer that it will, I don't think possession, we'll get, we'll get the scoop, but there's rumors that possession and growing your own could be legal and it will take them probably another year to get all the rules in place and through all the committees Mm -hmm. to get actual retail selling because they want to do it right yes they're, they're going to do it right again that is all just rumor so don't quote me on any of that but there's a bunch of stuff floating around right now and i will have uh matt from the cbd centers i, I i've got it actually connected with Mark, uh, mike drummer again last week as well and we want to talk about what's happening with the pond and when i say the pond it's the new rec center it's not a rec center it's an entertainment establishment whatever it is up there and it's going to be super cool a great addition to our community it's in the old chapco building and it's going to have a three-on-three hockey rink in there it's going to have some restaurants a brewery i think all an entertainment venue it is just going to be super cool and it's really coming along and it looks like they're closing in on getting things ready to roll so both those guys by the way they're co-owners of the uh, cbd center so uh, we'll chat with them. They know what's going on. Yeah, right? and they're, they're super knowledgeable yes. about not just the legalization of recreational marijuana, but also the products that they yeah, have at like the CBD the centers, yeah. like with the, the topical creams for sore muscles or the sleep aids or the THC, the uh, hemp-derived THC products. So if you are curious about any of that, um, you can just go into the store and ask questions. They're they're great. Right. They have, again, I want to emphasize this. They have a ton of products that have nothing to do with THC yes. or marijuana. You will, it won't, it won't mess with you. If you're taking a urinalysis for a no. job or anything else, they have CBD products and you just ask them which ones they are. That'll help you sleep. That can help with aches and pains. I, I don't think I'd still be working out Yeah, because it was a game changer for me, right? The CBD products that I use, I'm telling you, we'll talk to Matt about all of that stuff. Uh, as I will probably have him, I'm hoping Wednesday morning. Cool. Which is tomorrow, actually. Which is tomorrow. Yeah, I'm hoping. So we'll see if we can get that one loaded up. And then uh, all kinds of stuff coming up. We've got some good guests. So It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And it's going to start warming up. looks like 70s next week for an extended period of time. It's about time. All right, have yourself a fantastic day. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode.